Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Welcome to TPI Talk in 20, where we're making entrepreneurship and investing a team sport. The Players Impact is an exclusive network of athletes, artists, and collaborators inspired and encouraged to shape the future we envision. Through opportunity, education, and influence, our elite collective accelerates the potential of every member to transcend any game. At The Players Impact, we are about legacy beyond our professional careers. We are bringing our diverse community of investors, entrepreneurs, and those in transition together through this podcast with thought leadership, subject matter expertise, and peer advice. Listen to us where you find your favorite podcasts. You don't want to miss hearing from our team of professional athletes, venture capitalists, and other founding CEOs about their stories, opportunities, and experiences. I'm Tracy DeForge, the founder and CEO your host of TPI Talking 20. Hi, Fabienne. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Great. Thank you for joining TPI Talks in 20, where we're, you know, looking to expose our community to all the great people that we have involved in all the great things that they do and all the great things that they could avail themselves to if they want to. So um, I will let you, Fabienne Raphael, introduce yourself as far as your background. But as a member of our community, we're so excited to hear from you and, and more about your story. Yeah, so thank you for that. Um, And as a former Team Canada handball player, I know firsthand how athletes can feel devastated when their career is over, their sports career is over, because there's kind of a grief and they're wondering like if it's possible to get that adrenaline rush that you get out of a victory or a big medal or a personal best or whatever, like made you very excited. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm here to tell athletes that it, it is possible to get that spark back differently by living your purpose. And that's what I do today. So I'm the creator of the dream method, but also a business coach for former pro and elite athletes. And I help them monetize their expertise and leverage their sports career into a successful online coaching business. Amazing. So um, share a little bit with us your background as an athlete, right? Because I think our community is, is really like-minded, high-achieving individuals, and, and, and please don't, don't gloss over the fact, like, we want to hear your journey to getting to Canada, you know, national team in handball, and, and really exactly what that meant for you, so, so give us a, a little bit of background on how you got started, um, your, your competing years, and then a little bit, we'll go into that transition for you. 
Yeah. So, uh, so actually growing up, um, I didn't really do a lot of sports outside of playing outside with my, with my cousins and my brother. Uh, but, uh, but eventually when I got into high school, uh, one of my physical education teachers said, well, we're doing the tryouts for the handball team. Do you want to come? And I was like, what is that? She's like, come and see. Right. So I got, st- I tried and I got selected and this was the beginning of my handball training. So I played in my high school and I played like, I was always competitive, but you know, at that level, it's mostly like for, for fun, if we can say, um, seven years, six years later, I was invited by uh, the coach of team Canada. He had been watching me play and he was like, well, you have a great potential come in for a training camp or for just trying one, one training. And then I was, I went, but I was really, really scared because there are a lot of players that were there that were veterans and people I looked up to. And I was so intimidated and I told myself, this is impossible. So I told him no. Um, And then a year passed, it was the 96 Olympic games. And I saw Celine Dion uh, um, sing The Power of the Dream. And this is where it hit me. I was like, oh my God, like, what if this could be my chance? And I said no last year. And is there still room for a player like me in the team? So I called the coach again and I said, if you're ready for me this year, I'm ready. And then I got started at that point. Um, so, so I played many years, um, participated in many Pan Am games. So two as a player and one as an athlete's mentor at the last ones in Peru. Um, and these years like were actually wonderful. Um, Among these years, I also had the chance to play in Denmark uh, in first division East in Copenhagen. And this was also one of my dreams to play in Europe, because as you know, handball is so much more popular over there than than here in Canada and the USA. Um, You don't have to uh, say team handball in Europe, right? Like we do in the US, we have to say team handball. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You just say handball and everyone knows, you know, there are handball handball uh, nets outside in parks and all kids know how to play handball. It was completely different. Um, But then I would say when I came back to Denmark, I thought I would retire because my second year was filled with a lot of injuries. So a lot of ankle sprains. And I decided that, you know, I, I stopped playing and I thought I would stop like forever. And then a year later, I went back and played for five extra years. And what I appreciate, it's funny that you asked me that question because um, I was actually having the discussion of a, another former, with another former elite athlete this morning and she was talking to me about her transition. Um, for me, I felt that I had the control to transition when I was ready because um, my body told me that, you know, starting to get tired. <laughs> And Mm -hmm. mentally also I was ready because when I was competing, even if I was in my thirties, I was still able to compete against like the 20 year olds, which made me feel good. Right. So when I retired, I didn't feel like I was going down in my performance. So I, I remember that I always told myself, like, if I leave my sport, I need to have that idea that I was still able to perform when I left. Um, and so I never looked back. I mean, I never stepped in, on, onto a handball court after I decided to, to end my career. And the only reason why is because, you know, if I enter this uh, another, like if I go and play handball for fun, 
there's no way I can play handball for fun, Tracy. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I get I'll that. take this You're too so personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, I might as well not play. It's not the same thing. If I was living in Europe, I think that I would have been able to find a league of, you know, former elite athletes, but still playing at a, you know, a competitive level. Um, but here, no. So I just, uh, yeah, I just stopped stop at that point and also what really helped me is that uh, I already had a project into like starting my first business which was a healthcare agency so it's as if like I already had something going on so I guess it made it easier for me to do that transition um but but funny thing like lately I've been having a ton of discussions with former athletes and all of them were letting me know that at the time, you know, it's all people in their 40s, 50s, and were telling me that at the time, they didn't have any support transitioning out of sports. So they had to figure it out themselves. Um, yeah. and, and I feel that, yeah, I know it's part of your mission and it's definitely mine to help athletes, I mean, get into that other aspect of life outside of sport by still finding something that is truly dear to their heart, you know, uh, kind of like living their purpose anyways, and then being able also to impact others, uh, not necessarily with their sports performance, but with their gift or their expertise. So, yeah, no, absolutely. And you've touched on it, Fabian. The idea is you chose, right? You chose at the height of your career to say, okay, this is where I want to go. Unfortunately, not every athlete gets to choose when their career is over or that fear of not knowing what is next keeps them playing probably long after than, than they could have or should have um, because they're still chasing a dream, so to speak, but it, it might not be chasing a dream as much as it, because they've already, you know, they've already won, they've already reached the pinnacle, but it is about like being too worried about what comes next to let go of what you know, right? Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that is where our community comes in handy uh, to, to really support the athletes because they all, I mean, at some level feel the same way, right? It's an identity crisis. Yes. And definitely. you were fortunate enough to have something that um, you, you, you were identifying and feeling passionate about. So that helped you transition. Uh, and that's really where we try to help help athletes identify what are those passions as you say what is the thing that you feel great about what is the you know just I always live by the motto just because you can doesn't mean you should just because you can continue playing doesn't mean you should and and you can take and avail yourself of resources while you're playing to explore opportunities you don't have to dive into anything but so give us a little bit more about as your you, know, you, you mentioned a wellness company. How did you come into coaching and the importance that coaching played in your life that puts you in the position you are now to be the coach to the coaches? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so it was not a straight line and, and throughout my life, I realized even if my, in my professional career as a physical therapist, um, every like four or five years, something needed to happen in my life because I, I wanted to get another spark. So it's as if like, this was a sign that I didn't, you know, I didn't land on my ex yet. Right. Um, so, so having that, um, that healthcare agency, I think, uh, we were in it for about, 
four or five years and and that was great but then in the meantime i had a home staging business um i went to media school i did some radio hosting i had a tv show Very diverse uh, <laughs> i went back to school and studied to to become like a, a to become a teacher so i had a, a degree in education you know i was touching like so many things it's as if like i was looking for something but i couldn't really grasp uh what it was yet um and then i went went to this marketing event, marketing uh, conference, and I heard about the online world. And I was like, wow, you know, maybe that's it, right? Uh, what was really appealing to me is was actually the, the, the potential of being able to impact other people's lives, but also the lifestyle that it entailed, you know, uh, working from home, working with whoever you wanted to work with and working with what you have and helping people with your, with what you already know with your expertise. Um, so, um, in 2014, uh, I, I became like more consistent on being present online. So I launched a podcast and it was called Marketing to Crush Your Competitors. I had that for five years and I broadcasted like 300 episodes and connected with so many people in the industry, right? So I learned a lot. I developed a ton of relationships there. And then eventually along the way, you know, by meeting a lot of people and learning about the online world, uh, it came to me that, uh, yeah, probably I could, I should be able to help people with coaching. And before I came to that, I have to admit that uh, the imposter syndrome was hitting me like very hard. I, I never thought I was ready enough or that I knew enough. So for, for many years, I kept like studying, reading, buying programs, you know, not selling anything because I thought I was not ready. Um, but then, but then analysis as an app by analysis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But also, like, since we're, we're talking to a community of athletes, as an athlete, I mean, I'm sure that, uh, like, all athletes have so much, so much power and knowledge, and especially, like, mindset-wise, like, the, the journey that we take to make it to the level that we do, just that itself is, is amazing and also, like, enough to be able to help people, let's say, who are dealing with some problem, and then you help them accomplish that or transform their lives, and you can get paid for that. So, so to me, like, this is how it happened. Like, along the way, slowly, I realized this is where I wanted to this is what I wanted to do. And today I would say that uh, this is what really fulfills me when you see someone who's been, let's say I see a client first day and then when they're done working with me, like the evolution, the life change, the confidence, the business growing, all that stuff. I mean, it's so fulfilling because each time I realize it's with my help that they were able to get there, you know, of course they had to do the work, but I was able to guide them to get through a point in their lives where, you know, they're more fulfilled and happier. Yeah. And something I want to just key in on that you said is it doesn't necessarily matter how successful they were on the field. They got to that elite level, right? You're talking about athletes of all levels, like the starting quarterback all the way to the you know, second string linebacker to the backup, you know, um, I don't know, 
linemen. You you have, you know, every athlete has that those characteristics. We talk about this a lot in entrepreneurship, which is basically what you've done, right? You're building a business. You are an entrepreneur yourself. The the mm-hmm. grit, the determination, the stick to itness that you have to get through the discipline and, and all of that, in addition to the things, the mental, you know, mental aspects are are really what you can parlay into helping others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So when you um, when you're working with athletes uh, to teach them on the coaching business, uh, how do you share? Like, give us a little bit of a structure of what a coaching business looks like. If our athletes were interested in this type of um, career path for them, and and what does that actually entail? What could they expect from a, a life as a coach? Okay, so, so and we mean a, a life or business coach versus a sports coach, just to clarify. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's just a matter of, as I said a little bit earlier, taking like what you already know. So it's either you got it through your sports career, or you got it through your education, or you got it through you know just learning uh, yourself uh, from a course that you've taken. Um, how you could actually help someone solve a problem that they are actually already looking to solve um, and how you can get in and be that person to help them solve that problem and transform their lives. Well, that's something that you are worth to be paid for. And it's funny because a lot of people feel that because it could come naturally for them, that it doesn't need to be paid or, oh no, it's so easy for me, you know, to solve that problem, whatever. But then realize that when you have a gift or an expertise, well, the majority of people don't have it. So you got to own the fact that you are the best person to help these people. So, so let me share with you the framework that I, that I use to work with my clients. And then it'll, it'll give you a, a greater and clear idea of what it looks like to have a coaching business. So, so I guide my clients through the dream method, which is my, my framework and each letter stands for something. So D is designing your dream offer. So an offer is actually what you're going to sell as your coaching program to your, to your clients. So you have to make sure that you're solving a problem and that you take them from A to B, for example, and that you have a, a strong process to get them to get these results. Of course, they need your clients need to implement this stuff, but you got to be um, sure that you can provide those results if the person follows your, you know, your framework. So the first thing, design your dream offer, just to make sure that people find your offer appealing and they want to invest with you to, to get their coaching. The R is about reinforcing uh, your sales skills. So anything that has to do with the selling process. So from when you talk to someone live, for example, or online to having that person as a lead to transform that person as a client, the whole process to identify if that person is the best client for your business, because if you don't sell anything, then you have no no money and no business, right? Mm -hmm. The E is about enhancing the no like, and trust factors. So we've all done this, you know, uh, whenever we want to buy something new, either it's a coaching program or something else. Well, we want to make sure that we know where it comes from, that we like the person, that we trust the product, for example, and that we know them. So so just showing to my clients, well, how to 
show up online, uh, how to express their message, how to make sure that the way they speak is going to be relatable to their potential clients. So it will propel them to actually reach out and want to work with them. Um, the A is add uh, many clients with your personalized marketing strategy. And I say personalized because I'm a, I, I, I don't like the cookie cutter strategies. I don't feel that everyone should have exactly the same marketing strategies because everyone doesn't have the same, um, the same skills and don't shine the same way, right? Someone might be great at doing videos and someone else is better at writing or someone might enjoy doing podcasts and someone else like, you know, being a speaker on several events. So it depends like what their zone, well, where they shine the best. And I, I love to create like a personalized marketing strategy for each of my clients. And then the M is about make your clients your forever fans. So that means that the first time that you sign a client, for example, just think ahead of the curve and see if it's possible for you to be able to support that same person at different levels of their evolution, depending on what you're selling, right? Because the, the best marketing is when you market to your clients because they've experienced, uh, they, they experiment, experienced working with you and if they love you and you got them results, well, they'll probably want to come back and see what you have more for them. So I help my clients also think ahead of the curve and see how they can support their clients at many levels. Um, so yeah, so that's my dream method. And that's what we go through together when, uh, when we work on, on my coaching program. Yeah, that's amazing. And so uh, the life of a coach, I assume flexible hours, but you're, you're, you've got to be very much a self-promoter, go out and get your clients flexible hours. Um, and how do you think about sort of the the work-life balance as a as a coach <laughs> yeah I mean I, I think it, it took me a, a little time to get there because at a certain point you know since you're working online and you're your own boss and we come from the athletes the sports industry where you know you need mm -hmm. to hustle and work 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 so when you get in business you feel that this is what you have to do in order to get the results but with, with the years of experience and doing a ton of mistakes, I realized that what you need to focus on are the simplest activities and the most important ones to get the greatest results, right? Um, so, so I feel like if I, if I recall myself when I got started, like I would, I would be in front of my computer all the time or I would, I would feel that I would need to be busy or doing something, but not necessarily all the activities were getting me results, right? As of now, how I function is more like each of my days have a theme um, and Mondays and Fridays, for sure, I never take any clients. So I can, I can think about marketing, uh, about uh, work on my business and, and client days are usually Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Wednesday is mostly for the calls or for the presentations or for the connections that I made with new people. So now I can say that I, whenever like my, my little one is back from daycare in the evening, if I have to do something, it's mostly after he falls asleep, for example, and it's like for one or two hours if I decide to do it. But if I don't want to work that evening, then I don't. Um, and I don't feel bad about it because there's this thing about 
you know, when you, when you, when you're working online, sometimes like people expect for you to be available all the time because you're online yeah. and online never dies, but that's not the point. So setting boundaries is very important, not only for your clients, but also like for yourself, because I feel like this is where we can be more efficient. Yeah, I think that uh, idea of setting boundaries is helpful for a lot of people in a lot of ways, especially in a Zoom world that we do live in, right? So yeah. it's not exclusive to coaches. Uh, you know, call it entrepreneurism. Like you're you're married to your you know your baby. You're creating something, and and that's a lot of times what we do. So um, I think it's amazing how you're helping athletes, and I think that um, as far as the career path, that is it is you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing for, for athletes to think about because they've been coached for so many years. It's, it's like really internalizing all of those things that you are, like you said, you already know, it's just digging in deep and finding it and being able to share it out and articulating that for other people. Definitely. Definitely. And I feel that when, yeah, exactly. When the focus is on helping others, then this is where it comes like fun and exciting and fulfilling. While if you were thinking only about yourself, then you wouldn't have fun and probably like you would not attract the same type of people. Yeah. Great. Well, I know that we're coming up on 20. So I just wanted to close our conversation with like a fun a fun question okay that I didn't prep you for so uh you know you've probably played this game a million times right if you could have lunch with anyone in the world dead or alive who would it be Ooh, I love that I I have to say Oprah I have to say Oprah yes um because she has this capacity of putting everyone at ease and being able to ask any type of question and get all the information that she that she wants to get but also that people sometimes like they don't recognize themselves like oh my god I'm sure I share that with you but I never shared that with anyone so just like the whole aura and her uh, her capacity to connect uh, with people and also like learning from her wisdom. I mean, it would be great to have lunch with Oprah. Not to mention her journey, right? Like how mm. she got to where she is is also a fascinating story. So I think that would be an amazing lunch to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Oprah... Um, Oprah, good answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm coming. Um, awesome, Fabian. So we can expect, you know, this is our podcast, TBI Talk in 20, but we're going to be seeing and hearing from you a lot more inside of our locker room, um, sharing more opportunities with our athletes. So thank you for taking the time today and, and we appreciate you. Well, thank you for inviting me and uh, yeah, see you soon. Awesome. Take care. Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.